Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. Audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Ben Haworth. And I'm Peter Dancy. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. How is everyone doing this week? Tired, actually. I had a full ass weekend. I did I did shit. It's crazy. I was so I didn't shit, but I savings time happened. It I snowed didn't do shit, last but I didn't night. sleep last night. What? So. I'm sorry. <laughs> it snowed. Yeah, it snowed in North Carolina last night. Oh, really? and I was not able to yes. go places this morning, and it really freaked me out because I was not prepared for it. I just walked outside. And I was like, oh. That's yeah. a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> there is snow on the what ground. It is cold. It is March. Yeah. <laughs> and as a uh, Texan, it was cold AC. in Fort Worth today too. It was like in the mid forties this morning. It was, which you know, I realize is not snow level cold, but considering it was in the seventies yesterday, it was surprising. Yeah, I was wondering about that, like how you guys would handle snow. Like, I want to bring all the Texas people out here when it snows. Everything just... shuts down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, e- oh. I mean, even in Houston, and we're like, and we're farther, and we're farther south than than, than Dallas, and like, like we're near the coast because we have Galveston. Even when we have the threat of snow, we lose our fucking minds collectively. Like, we can't even drive in the sun. So, like, the threat of snow, <laughs> we're done. It shuts the whole place down, and it's really yeah. cute when it snows because we make tiny little snowmen that are like about mm-hmm. an inch tall. And they're always. Do on you the guys news. remember? Do you guys remember that one year at Trinity where it snowed like a quarter of an inch and oh, they shut down the campus? Oh, yeah, it was like snowmageddon. I remember that. That was great. Yes, I, I, we I all indeed go around and made tiny little yeah. snowmen because that's all the snow that we had. Ice mageddon was hell a thing because every single sidewalk was completely slippery and not made for ice, and so everyone was just yeah. sort of skateboarding on their. Uh, their shoes down the walkways, <laughs> and everyone was falling on their ass. It was like it was ha- great. I remember yeah. when the fountain froze. That was, you know, oh, it was cold yeah, when, when the fountain yeah. froze. I never got <laughs> thrown right. into the fountain That's on my birthday because it was always too cold or it was always frozen over. Oh, what? My freshman year, my freshman That's year, so my, sad. My, my, my hallmates did not let me escape that. I'm pretty sure Bobby could tell you, like, even though, even though my birthday is in December, like, I was still thrown in and it was shitty. For all of our maybe viewers I just don't have no que- that are asking the question right now, it was a tradition at Trinity on your birthday that your friends would attack you in your room and drag you bodily from your room to throw you into uh, the campus fountain. For anyone that's not uh, remembering this uh, particular tradition, <laughs> but one of the one of the things that I'll never forget is I'll, I I remember dragging Jenna bodily from her room. And I like, and and she like she like really made a run of it, but it was like really weird because I forget there's like me and six other guys that like chased her down and grabbed her and took her oh, to the fountain. And out of context, it looked yeah, that whole yeah. sentence out of context sounded bad. <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean she was she was. She was, I don't want to say into it, but she was like, she was abiding <laughs> that it was this okay. Jack, I have a lot weirder. <laughs> Jack, I have so much editing blackmail right now where I'm just going to cut I her. I dragged her <laughs> and she was into it. 
and you will never get a job again. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I I'm, I'm editing this. Just like this track is mine. I don't think anyone's you recording might the cut off the last two minutes. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. This week we're going to be taking a look at Kong Skull Island, which is a giant gorilla poop. But before we get to that, we want to talk about a couple no trailers. I know. I know. I, I think. I think. I agree. I agree. There will be some dis, uh, discussion, which is good. I always like it when we disagree because that makes a better cast as opposed to us all just like watching Hardcore Henry and being like, what the fuck did just happen? Okay. Yeah. But first up, we have yeah. two trailers this week that we wanted to talk about. First up is a Tom. Oh, actually, we should add Baby Driver as well. Um, ben, oh, I didn't watch the trailer. I know. I know. For that. No, no, it's okay. Men and B- me and Ben can talk a minute about Baby Driver. Okay. I forgot about that one. Um, but uh, first up, Atomic Blonde. Now, this is Charlize Theron by way of the. Uh, I'm trying to think. By way of uh, the producer for John Wick doing the a full on. Dire- is, is he directing? He was one of the directors of the first John Wick movie. Oh, he's and, the director uh, of John Wick, but he's producing this. No, he's directing this one, too. Oh. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Is you can see in the trailer in the first like minute, there's an excellent... And this is just this is just the way to go to Jack's heart here, is to do action and do it right. Like There's just great handheld action. It's not handheld steady. It's not like handheld shaky cam so much as it's just like it's one giant fight scene long take that's beautifully choreographed with the camera and the mix around the combatants and it's so well done and it is exactly what i want and that kind of action style thing so i'm just interested to see it is it's interesting too to have like a female character and it's specifically like a lesbian british spy it's 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 just an yes. excellent <laughs> I mean, I mean, but it is like Sorry, a, she's like a I'm more really pissed excited. off James Bond, and it's 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 very interesting, and I I like I like the take, I like the direction, I like everything about it. Like I said, maybe it's a little tired of retro eighty stuff, but if it's done well, it's done well. You know what I mean? I just think it's done poorly a lot of times. I'm but actually, this I'm actually curious, and I don't mean I don't mean this mean because I I'm just confused by your, by your retro. What else has come out recently that is retro eighties? Uh, mostly just short films and, and 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 like every music video and. Uh, a lot of like independent low budget movies right. are trying to be the next right. drive. You know what I mean? And uh, right. this just feels in a lot of the same mode as those films, uh, which is not so much. So you're saying of- you're saying that the overall aesthetic is very is very played out in terms of short films and kind of around the movie space. Yeah, I would say so. As, as opposed like, to like, because I can't think of any blockbuster that kind of comes. No, and I don't think this will be a blockbuster either. Probably I mean, it's not. It's definitely like indie. I agree. agree. Yeah. And this is like I've seen so many action films do this, but if it's uh, I like uh, uh, David Leach a lot, uh, the director of this, and like you said, if he makes another very excellent, interesting film, and uh, particularly if she is a lesbian spy or a bisexual spy, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. To yeah. Have a, uh, no, it's nice. James it's Bond nice to have sleep that. around the world. That's kind of neat. Yeah, and she gets to go bang all the women in just the exact bang same Sophia way as Jane. I mean, Jesus Christ. I know, I know. She gets a good one on the first go. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, are. girl James Bond. I've been having this dream for a while, and now maybe it gets to right? happen. Right. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm Being totally amazing. there for it, too. I just I just love I love that line, too, when he's in the trailer, and she's like, I might be in love with you, and she's like, oh, that's a shame. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, mean, I, 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 I watched the trailer shortly before uh uh you you the two of you got on sarah and ben and like and so and so it was just me and jack and like and like i had finished it like literally before before he was like 
like, okay, I'm calling you. And like the two of us were just raving about it for like two minutes because like my first words was like, it was everything. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I, 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 I saw I saw you all talking about it when I when I was at work um like I got on the message thread earlier today but of, which of course I wasn't able to check because I'm at fucking work so I'm just like I have no idea what's going on but then I watch and it's like I clearly missed out on like on like rant, on being excited about this trailer for a full day and and so, I, so I've sadly only been excited about it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> I uh, I didn't realize it was based on a graphic novel but that makes sense it's sort of. Uh... Uh, John Wick Evans says like the best graphic novel movie that's not based on a graphic novel at all it almost feels like it is and so the fact that he's sort of adapting an actual graphic novel they have a thing and I think that this is particularly I I haven't read Atomic Blonde Um, it's called The Coldest City is the original title of the the original graphic novel and that's what the book was called before that's why I was like confused when I saw the trailer because I remember a long time ago hearing about casting for this and then just forgot it existed you know uh, until the trailer yeah. came out. Good. Uh, so yeah, The Coldest City is the original uh, graphic novel. Mm. All right, well, I- I'm excited for it. Either way, it's something to watch, and we'll hear more about the production as it gets closer to releasing. Well, it's it's pretty much released at this point, uh, but it, it, I think it's coming out. At, you know, I think Sean was saying that there was a showing of it in Austin or something. Yeah, uh, South by uh, Southwest is a bunch of premieres happening right now. Ah, damn, Sean. We really should send a group of you guys there one right. year. I went once. It's it's awesome, but goddamn expensive. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's really doubt. expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a it's hard to do, but it might be worth it. It might be worth Sean it. Sean has right. a lot of uh, money. He could do it. I know. I love Sean, but that's let's fair. let's not let's not let's not <laughs> money shame money. him if that's a we thing. We all know lawyers. Think <laughs> money shaming. Oh God. All right. Let's move on to Wonder Woman. Money this shaming is the third myself. Trailer. That's fair. <laughs> We're all poor. <laughs> Podcasting wasn't exactly the lucrative career we all thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Movie Gang Podcast, featured by Audible.com. Let's uh, <laughs> check out Wonder Woman. What did you guys think of Trailer 3? I thought it was interesting for them to involve... And, and I actually like it when they do it, when they focus on a certain aspect of it. They do a really good job of focusing on her origins here, mm-hmm. which is something mm-hmm. that I was really curious about and, and was specific to. But I'm interested to see... What do you guys think of her origins and more of this focus on her character and also the combat? There's a lot of combat in this trailer. What do you think about it? I love it. I thought that was that was great, especially, you know, as I'm still playing the game Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. A character, of, you know, <laughs> yeah. unknown parental origins. And, you know, then there's fight training to, as you learn the origin story and all of that and no i, I know, think to me that's that's a good formula for a beginning i enjoyed the almost arrested development like joke where they're like uh, a chosen guardian will be able to wield this sword and it's totally not you <laughs> you're right <laughs> it's just such a dick move like it like that's not um, you Diana. and you're like you see your face nice to see like, them wrong bitch this person could, this amazing person in our culture could be anyone, but not you. Not <laughs> absolutely not, not you. Definitely Never not you. you. Uh, no. I'm glad they seem to be embracing the more godlike uh, elements of DC that's always been sort of big. Comparison with DC and Marvel's, that people like sort of a, a basic level God. thing is that DC's often more sort of archetypal and mythical, where Marvel's more grounded Can- and realistic and whatever you want to say. There's different versions and a lot of million things, but particularly Wonder Woman is a very. I feel archetypal, sort of majestic above the clouds yeah. kind of well, character, you- and so it's interesting to do. That said, I don't know if I love all the 
wacky shield and jokes. I, and I've talked like about that. this a couple of times, but one of the things that I'm really kind of expecting to happen here is that the big Wonder Woman bad guy of Ares, literally a god to pop up on this, and I think that'd be super cool. I uh, know. I think that would be absolutely I think so badass. Too. Pers- because specifically, like, it's taking place during World War, so theoretically he's at the height of his power and all this stuff, so I right. would, it'd be re- a really great combination. Um, you know, I wondered if casting had kind of revealed anything. Ben, were you aware of it? I hadn't seen anything else. Oh, yeah, I already, already knew. Uh, yeah, I'm already actually looking here. at the cast oh, you list do? right now, so I'll be, I'll be quiet. Yeah. No, no, go ahead and, go ahead and spoil it. I'm no, good. No, Ares. I, it's, it's, Ares is totally in the film. Oh, he yep. is. Jesus. Who's playing uh, him? David Thewlis. Yep. Really? David Thewlis. Uh I know. How do you spell Thulis? Um, oh, whoa, really? Uh, yeah, uh, he's uh, you, you know him. He's uh, he, a very he was Knox Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, oh, no, no, he's fucking, he's fucking, uh, yeah, he's yeah. Jesus. Oh, he's Remus yeah, Lupin. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking Lupin. Yeah, I, I feel like I should have yeah. led him with Weird. that. Weird. He's done a lot of other stuff too. I just Lupin's the thing that comes to mind. Well, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it's millennials. All those, it's all those like famous British actors. It's like, what's your Harry Potter role? I might know you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor every British actor ever. I'm like, hey, that guy from Mike Lee's Naked, right? No, nope. right. No, no, no. And if they weren't in Harry it's Potter, like, they were in Game of Thrones. I do Shakespeare yeah. so too, you motherfucker. Two. Yeah, yeah. Somehow Patrick Stewart has managed to escape both of them. I don't know. He he's will in never Marvel escape. movies. I mean, he's basically. oh yeah. <laughs> Last trailer up, and uh, this might just be Ben. Uh, Peter, did you see Baby Driver? No, I did not. I, I actually. All right, don't know Ben. What you're talking about. Sorry. Give Give the rundown of Baby Driver real fast. Uh, Baby Driver is the excuse me fourth movie from Edgar Wright. This is the first one he's doing without um, oh my god, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They did the Cornell trilogy, which is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's right. End. Uh, oh no, his fifth movie because he also did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. My apologies, I forgot about that. Which one. is one of um, my favorites. So um, yeah, very underappreciated. Um, yeah. But uh, this is sort of more of a toned down movie for him. Still somewhat comedic, but it is kind of going for an eighties action, uh, action Michael Mannish style uh, car movie. And basically, the premise is it's about this guy who has uh, when he was young, his parents died in a car accident that gave him tinnitus in the ear. And so he constantly listens to music all the time to drown out the constant ringing in his ear. And that premise kind of goes along with the action where Edgar Wright says that like the, uh, the editing and the cinematography and the stunts matches up with the songs that are playing in the movie. And that like his driving is all based on the beats that he's hearing in his head. And that's what makes him such a like skillful driver. Cause he's like, seeing everything rhythmically so it's sort of this interesting rhythmic editing style right which is like my fucking shit (laughs) i am totally down with that premise not mostly mostly because at any given time in the day i have some kind of song playing in my head yeah i think it's a cool idea with the songs it's sort of more unique but it it very much feels like a classic like to live and die in la Uh classic car stunt practical effects movie which I love me some Fast Furious, but I also just like a car like perfectly doing ballet between five other cars and just like, yeah, real guy to get in yeah. that car and do that perfectly. And well, uh, hoping that delivers the, on that. And this is the thing too is like you're and I and I and I poked fun at you earlier. I, I agree with what you said earlier about like you know there's this ninety there's this eighty style that that's going for versus this, which is for me has a lot of eighties cheek as well and is and is almost identical in there. I agree, like Edgar Wright 
because he's attached immediately makes me excited for this. But I'm excited for both films. And I guess that's my thing is like, why does Atomic Blonde bring you down versus like this one? Like, why doesn't the cheek of this one as well? Since this 80s cheek is so in vogue. And yeah. I guess like I'm very, very like put off by the fact because like I'm, I'm still kind of into it. I guess maybe you're looking at a lot more stuff, uh, like a lot of more short films because the in vogueness, people have recognized that it is in vogue. And so everyone and their dog is trying to make a short film with that kind yeah. of style. I think it was Kung Fury. <laughs> I think Kung Fury just really upset me. And I really hated how everyone lost their shit for that garbage movie. Um, I think that movie I, sucks, and I don't I, get why people like it at all. Damn. I hate that thing. I, I, I mean, I, I like Kung Fury. I I think it's amazing, like, the budget he had to work with. I don't think, like, Kung Fury yeah, is like good every, as a film. Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> and I, and I, uh, my, my thing was I don't think any critics would say that it was good as a oh, film. Oh, I... I think a lot of oh really okay well they suck (laughs) i'm just like i'm there with you like (laughs) anyone's like this is a beautiful piece of cinema i'm like nah bro (laughs) there's a difference between this neon noir which is like the hyper for example in the in the uh, black mirror episode san junipero there's that takes place in the 80s and is the most 80s 80s that you've ever 80s right you know what i mean like right. 80s i was gonna bring up 80s. san junipero actually <laughs> yes and we, we talked about this in our episode i don't want to spoil why it's so 80s it's, it's a spoiler but like there is a reason for it and i feel like movies like a tom blunt not to say it won't be bad and i'm still very excited for it like i want to make that clear like i'm just a little bit tired of neo-noir in general but i like the look <sighs> And I will admit, I'll be the first to make a Hotline Miami movie. Someone gave me ten million dollars in the rights. Like, right, I'm a hypocrite right. at heart. Like, let's right. be honest. No, I agree. Um, I, I, and I guess that's my thing is I'm just I'm just so hyped but for this, more of this. This is different because I don't see movies that are trying to be Michael Mann '80s movies. You know what I mean? Like, I see a lot of movies trying to be Miami Vice after Michael Mann left. Not the Michael Mann first Miami Vice movie, which is dark and gritty and fucked up and like violent right. and right. and intense yeah. and had that sort of 80s grounded practical effects but didn't have every shot was in red orange neon and everything was pulse pounding new wave and right like, that's a great style but i i want something a little bit more you're, you're saying different. there's a more toned down 80s 80s essentially that this is, feels is like more a movie interesting from the 80s versus a movie that is trying to channel the 80s if that makes sense you know what i mean so like, what I what, could, you, what about atomic blonde then is so 80s to me because i, I they're not doing that like everything is fucking dutch angle and it's shaded the and it's color corrected to hell and back like i don't i i mean i do get the 80s vibe i just i don't see it as that extreme p- like I, I saw the color correction like so crazy but i guess that's me Maybe I'm an edge. Really? I'm actually going to go back and look, but let's table this for right now. How about that? (laughs) No, no, this, I'm not like upset. I'm like, I'm actually like super curious and I'm not trying to like really bust into your like thought process on the matter. I've seen this like echoed other places about these two trailers and I'm like, I really like Atomic Blonde mostly for, and and, and I'll be honest, like I'm definitely like a one issue voter because it just has great camera work in that one shot. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think anyone's going to deny that. No, no, no. I, no. I exactly think that, and I think it's. I mean, I, I, I've been a one-issue voter in the fa- in the past. So, but like, I think yeah. that's just why. For your criticism, just, I'm just I very, want, I'm very confused by it. I guess to, to go with a a, a, a Nicholas Winnie reference thing. I hope it is more drive and less only God forgives. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, sort of a, yeah, yeah. Jesus. You know what I mean? Like God forgives. Uh, and that's like the a, thing is like only God forgives is what I think of in terms of like neon just 
just like blow your Overload. fucking eyes out. <laughs> just like yeah. let's like let's like wash your eyes out with neon and like you can go blind. Like let's get some bleach, yeah. motherfucker. Uh, sorry, okay. Uh. Yeah. I'm just having a, a, a minor backlash personal to this, but it's not that I'm not excited for a talk blonde. And if it's great, I'm not gonna be like sticky about it just because I'm having hang up on it. No, it's okay. I mean, there's movies that I liked and then got totally burned on that are similar in this sort of like action female role. Like, uh, <laughs> if this was, was 2012, I would be like, yeah. You know what, what was I mean? the one that, like, that like the guy had the heart attack that we went to and the guy had a heart attack in the middle of? Um, oh, oh uh, this already uh, sounds more uh, Haywire. Hey, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember oh, because yeah, the heart yeah. attack was the most interesting thing that happened there. <laughs> and Andrew just like watched uh, the movie. And it happened in the lobby. So clearly, like, we didn't get everything. It's, it's, this is a long, this sounds terrible. I'm going to stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for you, the listener of the Movie Gang podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I would recommend checking out Kong Skull Island by Joe DeVito. Probably not the person uh, related to Danny DeVito as well. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Um, also written by Brad Strickland and narrated by Joey DeOria. Uh, go check that out on audible.com. You can use... To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan for your free audiobook. You can go and get a 30-day free trial. Check it out. And if you stay on with Audible after the fact, you'll get... You'll help out the Tuscan Shed Media Network, specifically the Movie Gang podcast, stay on the air. We would really appreciate that. I don't know why I always have to burp during the ad. I've been talking for like 30 minutes. I've been talking for 21 minutes right now. And literally, like the only time I have to burp is like in the middle of like the two minute ad read I did. So, yeah. Sorry, Audible. (laughs) I don't know what this Kong Skull Island book is. I just thought it was funny that they had a Kong Skull Island book. Oh, yeah. Here's, yeah, they got King Kong, they got Kong. Um, Predator because, Incursion. I actually want to check that out. I'll, I might check out Predator Incursion. Because Kong, I'll explain a little bit later, but Kong is in the public domain, so you yeah. get a lot of Kong books. I imagine. Yeah, it's yeah, it'd probably get interesting. Yeah, I forget that it is okay. So moving on today, we're going to be reviewing Kong Skull Island. Uh, I have a joke synopsis because this was like I, I feel like the person that wrote this synopsis was literally like on crack while they were doing it. <laughs> the film you fully synopsis. <laughs> no, it's just like I can't find. I couldn't find a good synopsis of this film that wasn't like like nine paragraphs. Because yeah. Um, I have to write my own synopsis for Geek No, you, you essentially do, but like, the problem is, it's like, you know, the one that I got, I was tr- like trying to explain all the characters, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh and that's when I realized this movie had way too many characters. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> the film fully immerses audiences in the mysterious and dangerous home of the King of Apes as a team of explorers ventures deep inside the treacherous primordial island. Oh my God, that's... Uh, I mean... That, that's that's the official synopsis guy. Synopsis. Yeah. Uh, synopsis. And they make like, some terrible synopsises sometimes because I usually steal synopsises for like. Uh, no, I, yeah, they do. Run they, and they, like, they're usually some. Are, I just have to rewrite some because they're just so fucking terrible. Damn, I don't know. I crazy. like. I saw this one and I was so flabbergasted. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm lazier than you, Ben, but I'm just like, nah, I'm good. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I think you should show the world how lazy. Yeah, honestly, I, like if they were too lazy to put any effort into this, then I'm too lazy to like like shill their shitty movie. Um, <laughs> that's totally fine. 
I guess, like for me, for my part, like the biggest thing to note is that there's it's very this movie is very Vietnam. It's about a kind of a unit, some like crazy explorers with Monarch from the extended Godzilla universe. That's Godzilla 2014, right? 2014, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two, I think it's 2014. So from God, so it's an extended universe now from Godzilla 2014, and the Monarch people that found Godzilla that time are still in their organization. They're getting shut down, and they're going to try to do this one last expedition during Vietnam to one of these islands. So they take this uh, helicopter force and uh, a really, really terrible forced uh, Heart of Darkness uh, Samuel L. Jackson take, which is just you know. Just the worst, yeah. and the downed <laughs> fighter pilot is named Christopher. Mar- is like named Captain Marlowe. Just, <laughs> just really bad. I, uh, that, I think yeah. maybe more the Heart of Darkness comparison more than anything else. Like really turned me off. Like I was just like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's it, it. It does the Suicide Squad thing of literally every single song you expect them to play, they play. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I am. Stunned that they did not play Fortunate Son. I am. I would have lost a bet with you if you did. Started. They not. I don't oh think yeah. They did as far as I know, but like they played every other seventies Vietnam song you were in. Every. I other really 70s thought Vietnam they movie. did. I have. I distinctly remember them playing it, like they, when they were fixing the boat or something. That was a different. Or maybe I just really expected them to, and so like when I picture the scene, I was like, oh well, of course that's the song that's playing. I think <laughs> that's it's a the cool thing Rolling about Stone song. I think that that is the cool thing about Vietnam is that there are uh, well there's not very many cool things about Vietnam. First Cinematically off. cool, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, there are also, <laughs> note that Tom Hendelson's character is named James Fucking Conrad. <laughs> I just uh, sorry I, if we get, if if you guys like if you guys want to see me rant, we can talk about the Heart of Darkness thing. But <laughs> but first, like like let's just get, like dude, like one of the things is like I love how like there's songs that are just so inexorably tied to Vietnam. You see footage of Vietnam and like like you know uh, what's his face plays in the background. You immediately like hear it. What is it? What's the whoa? Hey in the morning. Hey in the USA. What is um, that? And it uh, plays in my head. It's literally playing in my head right now. Me. Viewer, if you can <laughs> hear the hear the song through this audio podcast that's playing in my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, let me let me go ahead and uh, go around. But uh, what did everyone think of Kong? Well, I, I just want to start real quick by just saying I I watched I started the movie started and the first three minutes I thought this is kind of incredible. Because I was sitting there going, this is shot and edited like a South Korean action movie. It is totally the same style as the good, the bad, and the weird. And I'm like, oh my god, if this fucking maniac made a South Korean action movie, get wait, wait, Jack, wait. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I am going to be so excited. And then the rest of the movie I spent most of my time thinking, it's pretty funny that they don't have the rights to King Kong, so they can't say King Kong because they that is rights are owned by Universal and like that's the thought that's going through my head most of the time when like big exciting <laughs> action shit was happening like all my interest went out the window and whatever style that I think Jordan Voight Roberts has was completely upended by reshoots and I think honestly himself because I think he doesn't know what his style is I think that's my big thing he just fucking thinks like maybe it should be slow mo here maybe it should be crazy fast action maybe it should be editing and, like occasionally like oh oh it's getting interesting it's getting uh, no, no. Yeah, now it's just a mess again. So that was sort of my continual up and down. It was like it would get kind of interesting, and then it would just completely fall apart. And then it would get kind of interesting, and then it would just completely fall apart. So like at the beginning, I was like, "This is fucking weird and crazy," and it's like I want to see a crazy bonkers person make a two hundred million dollar movie, but either he's not crazy enough or he's got 
screwed over enough or something because I just found the movie boring as sin. I'm, you heard heavy breathing in the background, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I said wait. That's why I said wait. <laughs> just the good, the good, bad, the good, the bad, and the weird reference. I, and I, I yeah. love that movie, and I know it's you do too. It's it's a masterpiece. But I agree. I I'll absolutely agree with your statement, though. Like I can see the echoes. I didn't even know that was an association in terms of style, but I can see That's where definitely. I was going, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. No, I feel it. I feel exactly what you're he's saying. He's just pulling from every director he wants to. Like sometimes he's Francis Ford Coppola, sometimes he's Scorsese, sometimes he's you know Bong Joon Ho. Like he's just, but he has no style yeah. of his own. Like that's my big. And I think that's the thing is I agree with what you're saying in the early feel. I like the sequences. I like the flavor of this movie. It's just a terrible plot. It it has no point, and it has way too many characters. Um, it. It doesn't. It can't figure out why it's important that there's a giant fucking monkey. Until um, the very, it's very, really, very it's end. really, it's, it's really loosely based, and it really, and that's the other thing too that pisses me off about the the extended credit sequence um, spoilers is that they gave you so much information, like more information than the whole of the movie does <laughs> in the last like after the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is a huge problem, and and that's the thing is like you, you can give Marvel a lot of shit, but it's not necessary that you see any of the after credit sequences, which is the beauty of Marvel. I, I would definitely take a bet that now the Mummy will also <laughs> reveal its monsters through a slideshow or email or similar very clunky right. uh, <laughs> info dump style. Like this has happened twice in a row now. And it's like man. These guys do not know how to dull out information. But I want to hear it from Peter and Sarah. Cause I think- yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Come into our boxing ring, Peter and Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I'm scared. <laughs> we are yeah, afraid. I'm no, so don't be. Don't have be. The same thought. We're just like, no. You're, you're good. No. You're good. Like, <laughs> um, it was no. good. I feel like we've been boxing a little bit all week about this. I apologies. Uh, but uh, go, go ahead. Honestly, it's uh, kind of fun to watch because like, because I like super respect bo- both of you and like in your film knowledge. So whenever the two of you get to like these sparring contests, I'm just like, I'm just going to sit back and like I don't, I don't think Ben. Watch. I don't think. And I think this is the funny thing, too, is I don't think Ben's like really soundly. Dis- I feel like he th- thinks that my like outright hate of this movie is maybe a touch much. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go hate, but I mean, like, I wouldn't go love either. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like you're not. It's like this is not the hill. Like, I feel like I feel like we both not disagree. The hill but, to die on, yeah, to die on exactly. It's like like the, that's the perfect statement. Like, it's like, I'll if you want to die on this hill, I'll fight you there. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want like to. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll actually say this: it is better than King Kong 2005. <laughs> oh, I disagree hard. I'll fight Ooh. you on that one. Oh, I'll really? You really? You like King Kong 2005? <laughs> I love King Kong 2005. I think it's a great film. It's too long, obviously, but well, I think it's a very good film. I mean, I felt sorry. All I, I can remember felt that this movie, movie was too long because, like, I, I would say rewatch this the uh, King Kong to survive. Sorry, I will, I will, I will. I, I it's Peter Jackson's first thing, and I, it just like the big thing for me is I'll never forget like the last moments of that movie when like you know like uh, and I, <laughs> I was Black. watching this movie with my dad and Jack Black walking away is just like Beauty killed the beast, and my dad just in the theater yelled out, "Green killed the beast, you idiot!" That's <laughs> great. <laughs> 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 it's like, and he's just pissing off everyone around me, and I'm looking embarrassed. It's really, it was really one of those moments where I just love going to the movies with my dad, and I like, and I, but I agree with him a little bit. Like that movie, that, that so, movie like loses its own fucking point like so quickly. I, I love those moments. Uh, Patton also has a good bit. I'll do the ex- very truncated version, but his bit is basically he went to go see Jerry Maguire with his brother on Christmas Eve, and it got to the moment where Jerry Maguire says, "We live." 
in a cynical world. And his brother goes, fuck you. <laughs> and then like, Pat Nozzle's like, I lost my mind. And you're like, what's the best comedy film ever made? It's like Terry Maguire when someone yells, fuck you. When he gets to that line. No, but this, I, I walked out of this film thinking that it was like, it was decently okay. Because we got like, I, I, I got through like, like, ha- like halfway through this shit. And I immediate and I and I all of a sudden was like, was like thinking, how much longer do I have to sit through this? You really don't need all of this dialogue. You really don't need all this build up. Just get to the skull eaters, crawlers, whatever the hell, whatever the hell John C. Riley's character called them, and just have the final fight because that's what I'm waiting for now. Which were really, really bad to be they, honest. They as far were. as creature designs. I mean, I from liked, a, yeah. I will say I liked a lot of the creature design, but the scroll colors are the Cloverfield monster. I'm so tired of it's a very yeah yeah, yeah. Style. that kind of nondescript flesh look. It's not yes. uh, in, in like kind of that that like vaguely wet looking skin. Yeah, they're like they're kind of a, a century of yeah, bad they, creature they design. Like, they, there was like that giant like grasshopper that looked like a tree, and like that was really cool. That was cool. No, no, that's been this. this band, I, I agree legs. with you. I. I this is going to be a discussion where it's like we're having a Bobby style argument where yeah. two. I know <laughs> Bobby, but it's like we're both saying the same thing and disagreeing yeah. just about variants. It's like, yeah. uh, like I, I think like I, I, I agree with you that like there's some cool moments like the spider and like the bamboo forest. That's cool. That's spider cool. was creepy. Yes, that's, that's, uh, but, I, like because, it's a cool concept. I was not about the spider, especially, but the fact that I was genuinely creeped out means they did a good job. I'm so especially that, especially that first app. shot when they turn around and like you just see like you just see, you see what you think is a fucking like bamboo a bamboo tree stalk like going through this guy's face, and then you look up and it's like oh 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 oh. I'm yeah. so pissed off. I have an app that like tells me to go to the bathroom and these people like it's run by four people and they're very lovely people, but sometimes they just have their own goddamn opinions about things. And so it said like, go to the bathroom now. And like, they tell you like boring scenes where you can go to the bathroom. They tell you what happened. And I come back in. They're like, it's a giant spider fight. We don't like giant mo- bug fights. Do so you think they're stupid and boring? And like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you. That's great. That was I a know great I moment. missed a giant spider thing because they told me to go to the bathroom then. So I was like, fuck. That's actually, I would like to take a look. What is that app called, by the way? We can promote it on here. I'm cool with that. I'm like really curious. Called, uh, for the most part, I do like them. It's called Run P. Uh, <laughs> R-U-N-P-E-E. Um, I love it. I love it. And for a person like me who has a very tiny bladder, I very much appreciate it. No, it's Because <laughs> you can like actually set it to have a timer and stuff. So like it buzzes on your phone when you go to the bathroom. So you don't have to look at your phone always. It's nice. It's a good app. But... Sometimes they take personal opinions, and I just disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the, the that's, wider that, public. That's a personal opinion that I can't, I can't abide because that, that spider fight might be one of the coolest moments in the it whole was, fucking movie for me. Because it was just like I'm really confused why you like it even more now. No, <laughs> it was a genuinely <laughs> tense moment, like the tensest in the entire oh, film. Has killed me. I also I also think like like they're going for like I guess for me like the vibe there is there's enough comedy in this film and they have some comedy actors mixed in there I really wanted it and that's, that's the thing is like on the personal level with the characters like they can never get the vibe just right like John C Riley is doing a great job because it's John C Riley and he's like a great character actor and that role is like you know crazy island guy is like built for that and he does a great job with it well it's it, it's such a movie that knows he's the best character because isn't it fascinating yeah that he's the only one you actually see what happens to him essentially like yeah we see brie larson and him later on but like 
They seem to be setting up a yeah. Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston romance. Nothing. They seem to be setting up a romance with um, Jin Tiang, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the the black sign. The Blazing couple. Name. It's okay. We can say yeah. it because their names are not set enough for us to remember no, that. True, true. I don't remember are. the characters at all. They, they seem like they were going to be a couple, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And these little interracial couple. It'd be nice little, just you know, little nice. Doesn't couple. fully play but out. Nothing there. The, mo- the most we get from it is is her, is her head on his shoulder. He looks at her and then looks away, and you're just like, what, dude? <laughs> Put your arm around yeah. her, uh, and, and, and then, like he's the only one who gets like an actual catharsis at the end in the credits. Like, and it's just like you clearly knew he was the only character you, know, you gave two shits about. This this script stinks of events, and that's the thing. It's like I feel like you can always tell when a writer writes from the idea of events that he knows he wants to have, and set then pieces, he's got yeah. characters. Yeah, he's got set pieces, and he's writing. They're writing to events, and they're like they have like these four bog standard protagonists and they like just wrote them into corners. They're like, well, they get together at the end and they're like, well, how does that happen? How does it come together? And I was like, I don't know. Like Brie Larson has some, has some things, but Tom Hiddleston is literally uh, undercharacterized. The dirty secrets of Hollywood is that that is often the case that for these big budget movies, they will come up with these set pieces first because those take a long time to print and then have you write around them. Uh, I think a good example of this recently was actually Star Trek Beyond, which like basically the director was like, "Look, Simon Pegg, I'm gonna flip the Enterprise over. <laughs> like, there's gonna be a scene where the Enterprise is broken on its side, and then it's gonna flip over. And you, you just gotta figure out a way to get in there, and you can write whatever movie you want. <laughs> but like, that's what you gotta doing. have that thing flip over. And that movie didn't feel like it was leading up to that one. Did that though. really happen? Did they really? How do you know that yeah. happened? It's it's just like one of those like. Uh, Known secret. One of those things Hollywood. just kind of learned yeah. over time. Reporter yeah. and things no, like and, that. No, and, and I think they built that set for that. Like that's a that that was a set. Like that yeah, was, was a good a sequence. Set. Yeah, it really was. And, no, it's it's excellent. It's just funny that that's how that happened. It's often how it can happen. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, they're like, well, Kong's got to take a chain and he's got to hit him with a propeller and Kratos him. We want that in the movie, so you got to figure out how to write it in there. That somehow. was so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I just, just thought of Kratos. As soon as he yeah, did no, but you're exactly right. Like, like that was, so, and that's the thing is the fight was so stupid. The monster fights, particularly, was so stupid. And this is my other thing is like, I don't understand these nondescript monsters because the Mutos and these monsters as well, like the like the like the skull crawlers or whatever the fuck they are um like have that exact same vibe yeah the, and, and the that's things you can see godzilla and monsters, kong yeah. and it's like this this more vibrant age of like monster creation and it's just like and it's just like they just don't want to do it and and like they're good at redesigning old characters and updating them i don't think i don't think i don't actually hate the 2014 godzilla at all i mean i think it could have i think it was a bad movie <laughs> i just think i think the godzilla design was fine um nor do i i actually it, it, like this kong elements, design a lot yeah. Uh, yeah i get it i mean he i understand that he's like soup he's like fat and like the terrible way but it's also to, like, so funny this is in the same universe it's like the right. godzilla they're trying to go right. back for that epic dark apocalyptic tone and here it's just like in 20 minutes there's like monkey and he throws a tree at a guy <laughs> it's just like <laughs> nonsense <laughs> It is to be clear. This is this is not the same universe as Shin Godzilla. No, correct, correct. Okay, yeah. I really want to see Shin Godzilla like made in like a King Kong movie no. made in the style of Shin Godzilla. Now, ben, now, did Sarah, you see Shin yes. Godzilla? That is possible because Sarah Toho that makes Shin Godzilla 
has the, all the rights to Godzilla and allowed them to make the Godzilla American movie. So oh. they could possibly be like, they hey, Shin Godzilla is a big hit. Oh, ben, tell us real quick why Kong, like why Kong is in the open is in uh, is available to everyone to make a movie about. How I can well, go and a, make a movie about <laughs> Kong? It's in the public domain, uh, which is like the uh, the registration that if it's in the public domain, you're allowed to make it. This is why you have a million Alice in Wonderland movies. Um, this is sort of why Disney sort of infamous for this because they're kind of the ones who keep pushing the uh, copyright legislation forward because of Mickey Mouse but it's a whole different thing um, but what's very interesting to me about this and this is just a very minor thing they have the rights to Kong they do not have the rights to the words King Kong which is owned by Universal so that's great the poster and the writing in the movie is genius because you'll notice they never once say King Kong and the poster is great because the tagline is all hail the king title Kong Skull Island so you, mm. your, your brain naturally reads <laughs> King Kong, even though they, they never said so it was King times. Kong. And I, they say so many times, like, he is the king. Kong is the king yeah, on this right. island. <laughs> but they will never say <laughs> King Kong because they will get sued by Universal. It's just a yeah. weird, weird world of copyright law. <laughs> no, it's just, and, and I think it's getting, it's going to come to a head in the next couple of years. We're so, going to see with some of the stuff. So that's why it's sort of interesting that this is the only American one they had at can do is Warner Brothers because they don't really own any other monsters. Toho has all the other monsters. All the ones you see at the end are all Toho monsters. So that's why the American one is the only one they can give is really like the one that's in the public domain because they just don't own so anything. So wait, 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 like wait, wait, the... wait, wait, wait. Can this company then not make like a Rodan movie? If Toho doesn't want them to make a Rodan movie, no. But clearly they do it. because they're going to, like, they're oh, yeah, in totally. the credits. I'm, so, I'm assuming the deal has already been struck. If, if these, if Kong, Kong's doing decently well at the box office right now and I'm sure... We'll see how Godzilla 2 is the next one come out, and I'm sure they want to, you know. Right. And let's just say right here, if you have to go to a movie this weekend, Get Out and Logan are both much better than this movie. <laughs> and if you, well, I wanted to go see this movie because I wanted to be involved in this podcast, not realizing how mediocre it uh- was going to be. And uh, I didn't bother to buy my tickets ahead of time because I wasn't expecting it to actually be popular. And so I got there, and there was one seat left in the theater, and I didn't have time to see it today, so I had to go see it yesterday. And the one seat was in the front row on the left corner. This movie was not worth that seat. <laughs> it, yeah. Honestly, That's a can rough I, place can I, to watch. Yeah. One of our other members, Sean Solis, literally came on and was like, oh, fuck, I have to be on here for Great Wall and King Kong when I have time. Sorry, Kong Skull Island. Sorry, censors. Um, but while, while <laughs> they're... And I was like, I was sued. You got sued. Um, but, and he was talking about it, and me and Ben were like, just just go see Logan. Logan's really right. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, go, go see That's- Logan. And that's what I understand. I, I, f- I feel where you're coming from, Sarah, where it's like, if I don't know these, like, dumb insider stuff, I don't know what I'd say about King Kong because uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh, I'm doing it myself. They got me. Um, it, it's just, it's very a movie. You know, I just watched it. Yeah. And that, that was the thing that happened, you know? Yeah, it was, it was fine. And, I mean, I, I, I know they're made by different people, but I can't help thinking about Shin Godzilla just because they're both, you know, monster classic monster movies that I've seen within the last year. <laughs> and Meetings, I wasn't a big movie. fan of Shin Godzilla either, but with with Shin Godzilla, there were some parts that were just so like laughably bad that I 
enjoyed it because of that. Like the trains all, you know, converging oh, yeah. on his body. And then when they like, that was, that they, was like just the trains funny. literally this... drive up him and like wrap around him like a chain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just really badly animated and everything. And like oh. this ridiculous like fish face at the beginning. <laughs> but <laughs> this didn't have any of that. This wasn't ridiculous. This was just so much i guess i got a little bit of ridiculous in it maybe it's where i'm coming i don't know no i guess i guess you guys didn't maybe maybe no no no. i i see in this too because i agree with you ben and that kong has a much better vibe than godzilla it's the vibe i want monster movies to have and right especially if you're gonna make a ridiculous series where all these crazy silly monsters that i love yeah and that's the thing is lovingly lovingly monsterverse of all things Right, like I, I love Mothra because Mothra's fucking stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> and, like, it's insane. I, I Mothra movies are literally bite. insane. I want this. I love Mothra because Mothra's, Mothra's fucking stupid. Yeah. No, yeah. but like, but one of the things I'm saying is that me and Sarah this year saw Shin Godzilla, which is like the same exact. It's, it's such, it actually goes more of a Mothra movie because like Godzilla comes out of the ocean and he's like in a larva form. Right. And then yeah. evolves into Godzilla. Uh-huh. And it does exactly that thing. And he, like, destroys things. And it's all about, like, you know, tsunamis and stuff. And it's, like, literally it goes – It's the movie is so bananas, bonkers, ridiculous. <laughs> That's why I enjoyed some Jin Godzilla. Because it's, like – I know it's bad, too. But, like, I, it's just – It's, it's bad. It's insane. <laughs> but it's – but I think that's exactly – I saw that movie and I was, like, you know, this is what monster movies should be. These are what these movies should be. And, and I understand yeah. that it's ridiculous, but like I would enjoy it. Like if they made an American version of that and like had kind of it more like culturally assigned kind of to us. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that yeah. seems like a bad yeah. thing to do, but I feel like I culturally didn't just culturally didn't understand a lot of the Shin Godzilla jokes a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which is not right. a bad thing. It's just, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. I get a lot well, of, but the- that's exactly my point is that I like that Shin Godzilla was bonkers and i just feel like if kong had taken it that far it would have been more fun to watch but it just it didn't feel bonkers and, at any point it was like oh there's this weird two-legged evil lizard thing right and, lizard and then it goes and has a serious moment with like samuel L. jackson's character about Viet fucking nam and you're like what's the plan here buddies like what's going oh, on yeah. And then you literally name a character Marlowe, and then and then one of them is named Conrad, and it's Joseph Conrad, and it's Christopher Marlowe, and I'm like, and, and that's the thing is like his entire like dark turn. I was like, why is this in this movie? Like, and, and that's the other thing. And then you have the guy like that commits suicide like unnecessarily because he gets which kicked. Thought, into which again, like in a more silly movie, that's great. People should have laughed at that scene because that's hilarious. It, I mean, it's not I, funny. I mean, I mean, it's not funny. Know, it's played I mean, so poorly. Fucking depressing because yeah. he dies I mean, for I, nothing. I mean, I know yeah. I chuckled for that exact reason because it's like, oh, he thinks he's gonna. He, he thinks he's gonna like slow him down. Shut up, dude. No, you're not. Just get flicked <laughs> to the side. That like that's. Is that's it funny or is it not? And that's the problem. And that's the problem. I didn't think it was. Funny it wasn't at funny all. at all. I thought it was quite sad, or it would have been quite sad in a film with more gravity. No, I agree entirely that you want it to be funny. That the goal was it for be funny but it's not funny at all because the movie is all over the fucking place yeah yeah no exactly and, and, the and it's like, felt like you don't, no know, idea what to th- you don't know what to think or feel and yeah. that's that and that's the big crime of this movie is that it, it like it it knows what a good monster movie is and it just can't get there yeah i feel like that and same with like a, what a good vietnam movie is and can't get there either you know Oh, God, you're right. It, it doesn't know if it movie. wants to be a serious, intense, the apocalypse now of King Kong movies or like ridiculous, hammy, 
uh, uh, 1970s style Godzilla beat em ups. You know, like it's 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 a mess for sure. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and score this bad boy. First up is Sarah. I give Kong Skull Island a five, which is maybe higher than it deserves, but we did not address one thing that we've all been talking about today, and that was the tank top. (laughs) (laughs) I knew she was going. I knew we knew it was going. I was waiting for it, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is a magical Which, tank top, a magical booby tank top. It sure did it? Did, did did this movie get like two points for Brie Larson's boobs, Sarah? At least one point. Okay, cool. <laughs> At least I admit this. You no, know, it's good. It's not, you're you're it's perfectly good. It happens. It happens. I like uh-huh. you know. Let's not. I don't. I'm going to reveal too much. Like, I, Peter, score this thing so I don't have to t- t- tell yeah. people embarrassing facts about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the same way that. That Sarah is giving a point for Brie Larson's Brie Larson's booby tank top. I'm giving half a point for for, for Tom Hiddleston's arms. Um, yeah, his arms look really good. Um, I'm giving this movie like a five because because it so much of it just felt dragged on. I felt like two hours was too long for this film, and and. After the post-credit scene, and especially and at the post-credit scene, and especially because one of the trailers shown what was was for was for was for the mummy, and they're tr- and they're trying to do their own shit yeah. with that, like like and and, and, I, and I'm glad yeah. I'm glad I got a chuckle out of the guy sitting in front of me, because, even though it wasn't intended. Like after the post-credit scene, I, I just sat there and I said out loud, "Everyone's trying to do their own cinematic universe now," and it's like it's like you have to get through the entire film. To, to learn, oh, that's why they decided to make this movie. Not any other real reason, just they wanted to bring they wanted to bring these big-ass monsters together. And, and not to it. mention, like, I'm sure all of your audiences left by that Oh, point, yeah. I had, like, there was, like, five left. of us in there. But there was five of us in there by, by the... By the, uh, by the for, for I'm not gonna lie. I was visibly mad that I waited to see that. <laughs> like, I had to go like, back I, real I bad. Was, so I was, I was mad at you, Ben, because you were like, there is a thing, and I was like, I was like, we have to talk it. about it if we're gonna review it. I mean, if it's I, bad I know, but it was not worth it. <laughs> like, it was not. That is not... If you go see this movie, I think, contrary to all of our recommendations... Um. Don't don't go be the. It's thing. not. It's not <laughs> like, worth. It's not it. I mean. Worth I mean. It. I, mean on, I mean. Honestly, for me, the only reason why I stayed for the credits is, is because is because that's just what I do these days. I just like to sit there and like watch the credits roll by and listen to music and like basically message you message you guys. So that's so I just caught up by absolute happenstance. Not 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 because I knew it was going to happen. I was just like, I'll, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to chill. On the side note, uh, when I saw Logan, I do that too, Peter. I just sit there and, and I knew Logan didn't have a post credit. Right, scene. same. And when it cut to the end and the lights came up, everyone went, yeah. <laughs> like they were so, so did I. Off. Oh my god, Aww. so did I. And when I went back today to go, I went to that same theater to go see Kong. They have signs everywhere that says, "There is no after credit sequence for Logan. Stop yelling wow. at us." I'm like, all right, all right. I don't know why they put there was one for Kong, but hey, whatever. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think I am tired of post credit sequences. Is is my big thing? I'm with you there. 
And, and if you do it after like the initial, like I think that's the thing, you know, like the halfway through credit sequences ones, those I'm more fine with, but the ones that are like to the bitter end, I'm like, there's no reason to make me do this. So you guys are always these big movies that have 10 minute long credit sequences. You know? Well, they like, they like to feel impressive. Ben, what's your score? <laughs> I'm, I thought I'd be the highest, uh, but uh looks like I'm right along with the pack and giving it a five out of 10. Um, I know this movie's a mess, but I, I think there is just enough. There's a few occasional interesting moments, and there's like a. I don't know if there's a better movie in here. Probably not, but uh, there are glimpses of a better movie in <laughs> a far distant land. I think they're going to make a sequel. They are making. Which actually sounds like it could be a little bit interesting. They are. Like a sort of Kong origin story. Really? I know they're making a Godzilla 2, and then. A King Kong versus Godzilla movie, which is yeah. Something. I say sequel, I mean prequel. Ah, I see. That is that was. Got to do the thirties. Incorrect Kong. word choice. Yeah, I I I just didn't find anything that interesting here, and and doing it in the seventies was kind of cheap because every other Kong movie redoes the thirties movie, and so it was nice to try to maybe try to do something new, but it was not too much. But uh, there's a couple of good effort, and there's a few good things, but ultimately, yeah, just a meh. All right. Well, I'm the lowest score of the bunch. I gave it a four. I think King Kong. Oh my God. If I say King Kong one more time, I think Kong is solidly bad. Uh, I think that, uh, I, I I don't know. Like a lot of that stuff like really, really bothers me. Like this is the thing too. It doesn't learn its lesson from Godzilla for having like, you know, it does the Transformers thing of having way too many characters, way too many side yeah. characters, not developing them, throwing them around in space. The transition from events is just terrible. So like the generalized, I really like for me again, I, I still stand by, you know, my back to the future theory as like back to the future is like the best movie of all time because it has a certain tightness. And that's what I'd like to see in a movie. This movie is like, is just loose morals. Like it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like gone. It's, it's like not loose morals, but I'm, I'm making up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out my non-offensive because I was going to call it. It's like, it's like, you know, it's as loose as like whore street or something, but that sounds like offensive to whores because they're not this loose. Um, Jack, you're digging. I know it's really, it was really bad. It was really bad. Honestly. Like I I was like, I was like thinking, I was like, I'm going to come up with like a snappy comeback. And I was like, and I was like mid writing it when Ben finished. I was like, shit, Ben, you need to take longer. (laughs) Um, Sorry. All my thoughts are just. (laughs) you're good no it's good i was it was it was a bad plan from conception this movie is is loose and and the way that events flow is really really bad and makes no sense and it's just a bog to watch it's just like it's like a slog it's like you're slogging from one end of the island to the other man i'm bombing here because she's like i'm really doing really bad i knew that's where you were gonna go with it as soon as you started are you gonna make the you know slogging through no. Vietnam marshes no. reference? Are we going no, there? No, you don't you slog through Vietnam. You hump through Vietnam. I learned that uh, through uh, uh, The Things They Carried, which is a great book. <laughs> you should go read that instead of watching this terrible fucking movie. <laughs> um, and any movie that makes a literary reference, um, if you... Here's a, here's a hot tip from people that want good reviews out of me. If you make a literary reference, you better have to fucking have a meaning for that. Alright? <laughs> like you, you can't just reference one of my favorite books and then just like be like, uh, he just really hates King Kong. That's the point. And he's like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, like I get it, it's a giant 
fucking monkey, but this isn't Planet of the Apes, which has way more fucking me. I, I can't even go on. It's four, guys. All right. <laughs> Jack is done. <laughs> it's just like, it's that's five, 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 15, 19 divided by four. 19 divided by four is 4.75. Which I will, because I was overruled, I will round it up to a five because that's only fair. Um, so the Movie Gang Podcast gives King Kong a five. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. It's solidly passable. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I consider it my thing. It's, is it pass? I, I don't think it's passable. I think it's straight bad, but, you know. <laughs> I, I, I've, 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 I, I really need to, like degrade my hardcore henry review because that's the thing that keeps popping up. <laughs> i told you man it's, it's, I, it's a mistake honestly, <laughs> it was a mistake to put it so high honestly, most like, times like given I, twos. honestly most times I, d- I don't even think to go back and look at my previous scores like like whatever like whatever score i give i'm just like that's what i felt about it at the moment i'm gonna stick with my guns yeah if i just be like roger ebert where it's like you gave speed two cruise control the same rating you gave godfather part two and he's like what do you want I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, <fuck> you. <laughs> Roger, I go. No, hey, this is actually your bad, Ben, because you're the one that wouldn't let Batman v Superman go and made me have to like own that, uh-huh. <laughs> which uh-huh. made me a bit of. I mean, you you were successful at making me eventually change that score, but you had to hold uh, my feet to the fire over that score to get it done. I'm sure, I'm sure. If they make a terrible Half Life movie, you'll have to do the same for me. I know. <laughs> it's just like because you just wanted to. Ex- it'll be Half Life Three, the movie. God, they could yeah. actually do something like that. That would be terrible. Yeah, they probably that would be so bad. I can't even imagine. All right, for the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Sarah Becker. Thanks for listening, everyone. Ben Haworth. Bye, guys. Peter Dancy. See you all next week. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. If you want to find out more or listen to more stuff that we put together, you can head on over to TuscanShed.com. There you can check out Save Point Gamecast, A Feast for Bros, Geek Space Nine, and Animania. Go check out all our other associated podcasts and more podcasts coming up this year. Peter, you got a new podcast coming out. You want to give us a little pitch about it? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, lo- 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 my lo- my little baby that I- that I have birthed into the world. Uh, th- thanks, thanks, to- thanks to Jesus to- Christ. To ben. Um, I went into to pitch it, not like scare people away. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the it's a, it's me and Peter's love child, and you will accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, it got Christ. so much better. No, uh, and, no, anyway, does that make me the weird lesbian aunt? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. What is that? Yay. I don't have a role in this baby. I don't like this. Too late. What's it's happening. No, um, but yeah, Uncle Jack. But yeah, my, 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 my podcast uh, put, being Here, put together. Yeah, 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 it works. It works. Yeah, my podcast being put together. Uh, Peter's, rather, Peter's rather outrageously backlog list of excellent movies, or problem for short. It's going to be a podcast. It's going to be a podcast where I where I basically watch like like you know fil- films films that are on my extended list of, of shit that I haven't seen because I have a long ass list and people here are not very happy about it and they all have suggestions that they're throwing at me to watch so so they basically suggest I film i watch really it and we talk about it i think the good the bad and the weird needs to be on there <laughs> i keep telling you jack you got to remember to be focused on blade runner like you got to be no I'm, I'm 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 there for blade runner like we will do blade oh, no, runner yeah, we, but like the good the bad oh, no, and the we weird like do, those no, are we definitely my two favorite blade movies before, before before 2049 comes out so that's for sure oh we should do that and do cross promotion absolutely definitely, absolutely. Most definitely. when we're done recording i want to talk to you guys about that trailer by the way 
All right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> As Sarah just prompted, head on over. If you want to support us, head on over to TuscanShed.com backslash support us. There you've got two options to do it. You can go to audibletrial.com. That's audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan. And you get a 30, uh, free 30-day free trial. Remember to use the link there on our page or type in www.audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan. Make sure to do that and you can get us to send us a couple bucks while also getting a free 30-day Audible trial. Also, you can head on over there and use our Amazon referral link on the page. I can't give you a nice, tight little uh, uh, hyperlink for that because it is a long string of letters. So don't type it in. Just go on over to TuscanShed.com, support us, and uh, click the Amazon referral link right there. Also, while you're there, go and check out our blog. We just had a recent post from Sarah Becker uh, entitled A Lesbian's Lament for Lexa. So you can go and check that out and talk about her personal pain. Also, while you're there, you can shoot some comments on there and uh, we can uh, talk back to you. And also, make sure to head on over to Facebook, Twitter, at the Movie Gang Podcast, at, or actually at the, it's actually at the underscore movie underscore gang you can go ahead and send us all your questions tweets answers everything that you'd like answered and if you send us something we will answer it on the air so keep that in mind from everyone here at the movie gang podcast as always thanks for listening